This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. Coming to you from a hotel room in New York City on Sunday, October 23rd, Two Oceans Eleven. My guest is Nikki Glazer, who you might know from the Douglas Movies. Was it? Yeah, Douglas Movies Boner Ep that we did in Philly with Preston and Steve and Graham Elwood. Or you might know her from her free podcast. How often do you yes, do it? Yes, uh, weekly. Weekly free podcast called You Had to Be There, co hosted by Sarah Schaefer. Yes. Who I don't think I've ever even met. Super funny. Super, Great girl. super funny Sarah Schaefer. Yes. S-F-S-S. 
S uh, what? Super funny, Sarah. Oh Super yeah, funny. okay. <laughs> we'll we'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> don't you don't have don't please don't. Uh, <laughs> I just I I'm obsessed with uh, saying the in- initials acronyms. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Call it the fancier word if you want. <laughs> you go A, I go I. <sighs> Are you going to be? Oh, and you're going to be. <laughs> it's yes. not a question. You already you already know you're going to be on the Benson Interruption number nine. Yeah. Number nine. Number nine. Mm-hmm. That's taping in just an hour from now yeah, or so. Soon. Hour and twenty at the Gramercy Theater, and it'll be available soon in the comedy album section of iTunes or at DouglasMovies.com. I can't believe that the. Weezer Cruise wasn't an instant sellout when I announced we're going to be taping <laughs> a Douglas Movies on the boat. So uh, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go to WeezerCruise.com to sign up. Doesn't that sound like fun? Yes. To you? Oh, I've heard about it. You've Being on a cruise. Yeah, you're it's on a, a blast. On a cruise, and there's bands. Dinosaur Jr. Nice. Gene Ween. I don't know why it's not all Ween, but there's... Gene Ween is good. I heard he. I heard is that a part of Ween? Dean and Gene Ween are Ween. Oh, I didn't know that. It's two guys. Oh, so half of Ween? It's brothers. Yeah, I don't know which half. I mean, I don't know enough about them. I know I like them, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that'll I'm, be good. I don't know which half is which, but people have written to me on Twitter saying Gene Ween would be good at uh, the Leonard Malton game. So nice. hopefully we can get him. I'd like to get him and Jay Maskus and all the guys from Weezer. You know, the more the merrier, I say. Do it. And then I'm going to probably bring along some uh, some comedian friend of mine. Uh, that I can coerce into doing it, so it should be nice. Should be fun. I'll go. Okay, Nikki Glazer's in, you guys. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I should turn it into like a contest or something. That like if you, you should. If you can prove to me, like take a picture of your receipt that you bought uh, a ticket that you're going on the boat, and then tell me which comedian friend of mine you would like to see on the Douglas movies on the cruise. And then whoever Vote get, Nikki. whoever gets the most votes. <laughs> I'd be doing the idol thing right now. Anthony Jeselnik wants to do it, but he's so insulting to everyone else on the panel every time he's on. <laughs> and it's fu- I think it's hilarious, but I also worry that that's that's really not a nice thing to do when you're on yeah when you're on somebody else's boat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't insult the captain. Speaking of fun things, that this is one's much less expensive. You're, if you're in the L.A. area on Wednesday night, come to the Hammer Museum. It's not a, you know, that's the name of the museum, but it's not. It's <laughs> old not, Hammer. It's not all, all tools. It's not tool time down at the Hammer Museum. Uh, Will Sir Boulevard is where the Hammer Museum is over in Westwood. Uh, there's an event there that they do once a month called Open Projector. It's normally hosted by the Sklar Brothers, but essentially it's an evening of the people in the audience bring short films Mm -hmm. and then the Sklars would host, but I'm going to do it this Wednesday. And we show two minutes of the short that that someone has brought. Yeah. And then the whole audience gets to vote whether or not they want to see the rest of it. Oh, that's great. And they could be 10 minutes long at most. And you'll get at least two minutes of your thing played, no matter what it is, which that to me sounds like somebody might bring something horrible. Like I wouldn't even want to see the first two minutes of, uh, yeah. Two girls, one cup, or whatever. Right. <laughs> I mean, you can't really claim that that's a movie you made. I mean, one guy <laughs> yeah. made it, but I doubt that he lives in he's L.A. Made, 
he's not showing his face anytime soon. Yeah, so you can, the it has to be 10 minutes at most, and it can be shot on Super 8, Regular 8, VHS, or not shot on, but you know what I mean. The format you bring it in could be Super 8, Regular 8, VHS, nice. DVD, Mini DV, and Mini DHV. Which, by the way, get your shots if you've got Mini DHV. <laughs> <laughs> or to prevent it. Uh, submissions start at 7 o'clock, and then the show starts either 7.30 or 8. It's free admission, free popcorn, cash bar. So I think that's going to be cool. I wish I could go. That sounds really fun. You're going to be stuck here in New York. I know. Having, having New York fun. Mm-hmm. There's so many things to do here. So fun. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's busy. But I, I'll be back when it's warmer. I got in one nice, good weekend. You did. It's uh, beautiful. Right at the tail end of, because I imagine it's going to be really cold really soon. Oh, God. I mean, hopefully I'll have, have more Indian summer and it'll stay yeah. nice for a few more weeks. Climate change. There was a girl who brought goldfish as her name tag to the show in Chicago last weekend at Zany's. And she, at I said something about it on, on one episode of the podcast and didn't remember the names of the fish. Her name is M M D O E M D O U X on Twitter and the names of the fish were State of Denver cuz you know as you know I think Denver's a state. And Oh, that's TJ Miller's uh thing for being high. Yeah, he loves it. I'm in the state of Denver. Yeah. And then Elliot was the name of the other fish and that was the name of the baby that was brought up on stage at the Douglas movies in uh, bumper shoot in Seattle. Nice. Yeah. So thank God that's cleared up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. And and those fish have new names now because they were just handed to a complete stranger after the show. There was some lady standing there who's like, "I'll take them." Oh, so no. she she probably doesn't know that their names should be State of Denver and Elliot. <laughs> you dear okay. listener, this is the part where I talk to the listeners. As opposed to the rest of this, where we just, we're just talking amongst ourselves. You can play the Leonard Mullen game against Graham Elwood at the Comedy Mix in Vancouver on Thursday, October 27th. The Neptune Theater in Seattle, October 28th. The Punchline in Sacramento, October 30th. And sorry, but the Punchline in San Francisco on October 29th is sold out. But you know how much I love San Francisco and that I will be back pretty soon. Like December... <laughs> 28, 29, or something like that. I'll, I'll, get you the, I'll get you the exact details of that later. What have you seen at the motion pictures or just on your computer or TV lately, Nikki Glaser? I saw The Lion King in 3D. Why did you do that? Because I loved that movie as a kid, and I wanted to relive it. Does it hold up? It, yeah, it totally does. And it was, it was awesome. The 3D I didn't need, you know. That's unnecessary, I, right? Totally unnecessary. Just looks like a canyon's farther away. <laughs> exactly. Like the hyenas never jump out at you. Like the Whoopi Goldberg hyena doesn't get in your face. There's one scene where it kind of like they're like, Whoa, you know, they, they creep up. Yeah, that. but it does. I think that would have been scary anyway. I think it is. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think, think it's, they're it totally creepy hyenas. And then I saw uh, Bucky Larson right after that. Now that you definitely don't want to see in 3D. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because <laughs> you don't want gallons of cum going your, coming your way. Oh, did you see that? I have not seen it, but I, I heard that that's the running gag it's, is that he's yeah that he's he, fully loaded. He comes really fast, but a lot quickly of it. and a lot yeah. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so 
that, that is what it's about. I kind of forgot that part of it. Uh, oh, well, that's, that's a compliment, I think. Yeah, I had fun. It was good. Scott Ackerman saw it with Matthew Sweet, and they had a nice time. Uh-huh. It's, not, it's not a bad time at the movies. All right. I, I'll have to check it out on Because uh, you don't, DVD. I just went in, but this is the thing. I've walked out of a lot of comedies that people rave about recently, but that one I sat through, and I was able to have a good time. I went in expecting nothing. You know, the hype can really... I try to only hype up things that I'm pretty confident people will go, thank you for hyping that up. And that, yes. That's, that's pretty rare, because it's... Everybody's just diff- like everybody loves Drive. Everybody I talk to, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I wasn't it. that into it. Mm-mm. It's too. Vi- I can't see stabbings. <laughs> I can't watch. Uh, how do you know there's stabbings in Drive? That. What about the title Drive and the because, story would make you think well, there's a lot of stabbing? Everyone's saying it's really violent, and then I got into detail. I just said, "Tell me what violence? Do we have gun violence? Are there stabbings?" And then I heard, "Oh, there's a lot of stabbing." So I'm trying to remember what kind of I know that like there's a really bad someone getting their head blown off. Okay. Which you know is it's pretty shocking when it happens. I yeah. The, the, here's the thing. My no, favorite part of Drive is the violence. Yeah. So so I if really can't recommend it to no, you. No, I would not. I'm, I don't need to see. You it. would be bored or disgusted. Well, I'd have to close moment. my eyes the entire time. Yeah, because that's one enjoyable. thing. You or you'd have to see it with somebody who liked it and is seeing it again. Because the most violent thing comes out of nowhere. That is what I hate. I (laughs) hate that. But uh, like, but you like a nice long build up to the. I do. I like to really know when it's coming. Well, I just want to be able to close my eyes. Yeah, because I can't. Yeah, that's what they should do. They should flash on the screen. Yeah, like just a picture of someone with their hands over. Yeah. Over their eyes. But then it would let everyone else know, and they don't want to know. No, yeah, people. Because like you like surprise. Surprised. I'm telling you, it really, it woke me up. One of the violent things. Wow. And then another violent thing is really, it's really gnarly. But I yeah, don't know. I won't be seeing that. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to try to talk you into it. But, but no. But listeners who love it, God bless you. I, everyone I, and, loves and it. And I'm not religious, so I, that sentence really doesn't mix mean <laughs> anything. But you know what I mean. I bless you in general if you, if you <laughs> like it because some people love it. Yeah, they do. People love the jacket that Ryan Gosling wears. Uh-huh. I don't know what the excitement is about that. Yeah, is it like a standout jacket? It's like a satiny kind oh, okay. of a, kind of light colored, which is weird for a getaway driver mm-hmm. to be like in a flashy light colored jacket. Doesn't make sense to me. What light colored? What color? Like it's like silverish kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's got like a. Uh, it's you know it's all right I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that much about fashion, but uh, <laughs> I, I saw fashion. on the plane they give you now when they give you a little individual player if you're lucky mm-hmm. enough to be a player and you're sitting in the co- uh, not coach but uh, you know business or first. Oh, nice. Um, I screwed up and I missed my flight, so I had to spend a lot of miles on getting a, a seat in first class. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and they gave me the individual player. But now that they've got that individual thing, they've got R-rated movies uncut. Oh, so nice. I finally got to see Scream Four. Oh, wow! Or, or Scream Four, mm? <laughs> Scream Four, <laughs> as it's as it's written on the poster, and uh, didn't really like didn't like it very much. Mm-hmm. No, no. Have I, you liked the past screams? I, the first right? one's a classic. Yes. But I think Love. they just sort of lucked into how great that one is. And then every sequel's just been so labored. All they do is, it's just so meta. It's just mm-hmm. so like... How do you feel they lucked into the first one? What do you mean by that? Because Wes Craven's made a bunch of horrible movies. 
he's not like an absolute expert on how to make scary movies. Right. He doesn't even like scary movies. I read somewhere that the that he also <laughs> like That's when, weird. when he made the first scary movie he made, it was just sort of like you know, just to make a movie. I don't think he ever and just from what I I just hear that he's he's just kind of a not not really a director. I mean, he's a director, he's in charge, but he sounds like he's a really sweet, mellow guy who just sort of lets things happen. So, yeah. And and the screenplay is by Kevin Williamson, so that's cool. It's the same guy that's been writing all of them, but maybe it needs like some some fresh blood, literally. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe you know, maybe it needs somebody to write one that's like, I don't know. The whole movie is just they're just, you know, they're talking about this. They call them the stab movies mm-hmm. in the movie, right? And, because you haven't seen that either, right? Because it's really violent. No, Scream? Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I've seen that. But yeah. I mean, Scream 4 you didn't see. No. But I've seen 1 through 3. All of them, that's the one thing about all of them, is if you don't like stabbing, yeah, I know. quite but a bit of that in there. I know, but it never really comes out of nowhere, and that's the part that I don't like. You can kind of see... This There's is, always this a is, slow, long build-up. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I can yeah. kind of cover my eyes and still enjoy myself. But Scream 4's got, like, uh, you know, a perfectly pleasant cast, uh, you know... Uh, What's her name? Courtney Cox is in there doing her Janice Dickinson impression. <laughs> Crazy lips. But but it's she does. But it's just so after a while you just don't care anymore. Like the motivations of the character like every single even the first scream, I was like, really? They went they did all those murders for that reason. Right. Like there's it never was, there's yeah. never a good motive. The, good the motive is always like, I was lonely or I'm sad what or was the motive people are mean to yeah. me. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. like either just be crazy or have a good motive. Mm-hmm. But they, they're only doing it for the sake of the fact that we're watching a movie about somebody that has to murder a lot of people. And then also, like, more so than any of the others, Scream 4, there's too many characters that just don't give a shit that all these murders are happening. Like, yeah. they're very blasé about it. And then, you know, some of them turn out to be the ones doing it. So right. that's why they were blasé. Uh, but other characters were blasé and should not have been. You know, yeah. like like the murders are happening again. They have a film festival of all the stab movies because they do it every year. Like, why skip but this year just because all of our friends are being killed? Right. You know? That's so stupid. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's that's the premise of the movie, though. Yeah. So I guess you got you to gotta oh, let that go. It takes place around a film festival? No. It's just, I mean, it's the premise that every, every movie has to have somebody decides to put the mask on and start killing again. Right, right. So, you know. What are you going to do? I, I don't like it. But also I was watching it on a little thing on a plane. But I was just happy to be watching an R-rated movie on a plane and they weren't cutting anything. Like I kept looking over at the guy next to me whenever something really violent yeah, yeah, was happening. Yeah. Going, what if he just glances over and <laughs> sees like, somebody getting stabbed in the neck? <laughs> that See, that would seem, be my hell. That seems really... If I just was to be sitting next to you. Yeah. I, I think me. they... And that's the other thing. Is I think that they don't... They still don't put movies on there that have a ton of nudity. Right. Like, that's another problem with this country. It's like, <laughs> the, keep the nudity. You don't want a, a kid accidentally seeing nudity on the person's right. private screen next to them. But if that but, uh, kid sees scenes from Scream 4, mm-hmm. no big deal. No big deal. No big deal seeing at all. someone murdered. And I saw Ides of March. Oh. And I got to tell you, I've heard mixed things about it. It's not like it's getting all raves, but it's it's the... It's a handful of my absolute favorite actors all in one movie together. Mm-hmm. George Clooney, Ryan Gosling, Marissa Tomei, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. 
Philip Seymour Hoffman. God. They're all Evan Rachel Wood. They're they are Wow. They are my favorite actors mm-hmm. in the all world. Together. All of them together. A super and group. it's boring. And it's boring. They're all acting great. Yeah. They're all doing a great job of yeah. acting it. But I just thought it was I just thought it was boring. Time magazine face. And nothing yeah, nothing. Nothing that interesting happens. It's nice to see Ryan Gosling talking again because he doesn't talk much in Drive. Yeah. But he doesn't talk much. He just. He's uh, just like you know one of those. I'm so tough. And oh, cool, that is and just, cool yeah. that I don't speak very much. Right. So that you know, for me, I didn't really appreciate that. I like I like him to talk. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, he talks quite a bit. But let me tell you, Nikki, that like it's supposed to be about political intrigue. And Paul Giamatti plays the guy that's in charge of the other guy's campaign, the guy that George Clooney is uh, running against mm-hmm. for president. And Paul Giamatti calls up Ryan... This is a big turning point in the story. Is He calls up Ryan Gosling, who's the number two behind Seymour Hoffman, Philip Seymour Hoffman, working for George Clooney's character. Okay. He calls him up and goes, I really need to talk to you. And Ryan Gosling's like, that's inappropriate. You work for another campaign. Why? What do you need to talk to me about? He's like, I really need to talk to you. Just meet with me. I really want to talk to you. And and he's like, I don't know. That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound right. You know, what yeah. is it you want to talk about? Like, it's that sort of thing. Where eventually he gets Ryan Gosling to come to this bar. Okay. Then he says, leave the guy you're working for and work for me and my guy. Uh huh. And Ryan Gosling's like, what? Yeah. No. Of course not. And then he tells Philip Seymour Hoffman, hey, this guy called me. I talked to him. Not going to work for them. He tried to get me. And, but, but then everything starts to go to hell from there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what did, what did he do wrong? And why, is, why would Paul Giamatti, why would the campaign manager of the other campaign be calling you up and trying to drag, you know, and it's so... It, is he crazy? Is his character, like, make bad decisions? I don't want to give away too much, but I'm just saying that things spin out of control from there, and the whole time you're because like... Would. You're like, what did you... What did Ryan Gosling really do wrong here? You know? Yeah, and, nothing, because he... Yeah, said, and then yeah. people start trying to get revenge on each other because hmm. that happened. Because one guy went and talked to another guy, turned him down... Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> seem like... It's just... It's just weird. Let me know if you disagree. I, I mean, I don't need to tell people to let me know. They, right. They They'll will. let you they know. Will. <laughs> they will. They will. I heard a lot on Twitter about how wrong I am about Drive. But before we, play, before we play Build a Title, I just want to quickly say that I just want to do a quick episode of Doug Loves Broadway. Okay. Because as you know, we talked about this you already. Do. We already talked this a little bit about this. I saw Godspell. It's in previews, so if I didn't like it, I wouldn't have said you know, my opinion about it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have come out and said, oh, this sucks, because it's in previews, and that's not fair when it's not open yet. But since I loved it, I'm going to say that I'm not religious at all. I think I've already mentioned that once. Mm-hmm. And and I still loved it. I still, I, I went into it, people were telling me, yeah, check out Godspell, like they're recommending it. And I was like, uh you know, because I've seen Jesus Christ Superstar live yeah. and was bored out of my mind. Right. Like a couple good songs, mm-hmm. and that's, that's it. And when I saw it, Sebastian Bach was in it, so that was that was pretty sweet. What about, like, Joseph and Amazing? <laughs> I've never seen that. Okay. But from what I've heard of, of the music, Jesus, it's yeah. got a couple of pleasant songs. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I thought Godspell was. And But that's because I was relying on, you know, maybe having seen the movie a long time ago and just sort of hearing that song day by day, uh, sung by religious types. Right. You know, like Kumbaya or whatever. But, 
Uh, I I really really loved it. It's it's if I have to see a crucifixion or care about a crucifixion, <laughs> I would rather it be a singing dancing version rather than Mel Gibson's yeah. version. You've never seen Passion of the Christ? No, I can't. That no would be way. Terrible nails for you. Hands? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, there's no nails in the crucifixion scene in Godspell, and also spoiler alert. There's no nails. Yeah, but the spoiler is the. Saying that there's a crucifixion in the, oh, right. in, the in the musical about Jesus, <laughs> but it's modern dress and they're all and they use lots of modern references and it's it's just but the staging the direction is really inventive and I just I enjoyed it so much that I went back and saw it again the next day instead of instead of taking a chance on something else. Wow. Yeah. So that that's the mark of a. I'll probably be talking about that to the point of irritating everybody. <laughs> Because I want it to be a big hit. I met some of the people in the cast. They were super nice. So so check it out. Now let's play Build the Title. Let's do it. And um, just to stay on theme, let's do it with the original movie version of Godspell. Okay. So you have to go first, and you have to come up with a movie that ends in the word God, or begins with the word spell, um. or a part of the sound of the word spell. If you're really tricky. Spelling bee. Is there a spelling bee movie? <laughs> there should be, but I don't think there is. Oh, what is it called? Oh, oh, there's a documentary about yes, spelling bees. Yes, that's what I mean. Spellbound, spellbound. Spellbound. Yeah. Nicely done. I didn't even I didn't even pre-guess that one. Oh. Yeah, I thought you might have to go God spell mariachi. I don't know what that is. El mariachi. <laughs> okay, I like yeah, I like just using the less But God spellbound, that's a that's an interesting one. Yeah. I don't I can't there was a movie called Bound, but that doesn't count. I can't, right. I can't add that with Gina Gershon and Jennifer Tilly and Joe Pantigliano. Did you ever see that? The no, Wachowski Brothers not. directed it? I don't like seeing it. You don't like lesbians? No. <laughs> I don't know if they tie each other up that much in it, but it's it's really good. Just because they're bound to each other, kind of thing. But it's but it's a it's kind of a noir, kind of double crossy kind of movie with with some violence for sure. But I I don't think there's any stabbings. Okay, (laughs) don't quote me on that. But I don't think spell bound boundary bounding bound boundaries. Yeah, I don't boundling. That movie, The Battling, <laughs> about the dog that was tied up. Yeah, I don't know. That might be a stopper on that end, but I'll, but I'll, I got I can go the other direction because I can go bound for greatness. That's got to be a oh. You shouldn't no. try to help me. It's oh, my I'm turn. sorry. I'm so sorry, Doug. Don't apologize. I felt like when I listened to you and Graham do it, it was like a team effort. Well, we do kind of get that way sometimes. Just when because you get real stumped, when you're stumped, because we're not right, playing, okay. we're well, not playing for anything. Exactly. But we are but God spellbound for glory. <laughs> is uh, is that yeah, a movie? Bound for glory, yeah. Oh. It's a real movie. 70s, I think. Good. Um, and I can't do just glory. No, see, that's that's tough, but glory. Gloria. Is that a movie? <laughs> <It> <laughs> yeah, is. I thought so. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Gloria was um it was Jenna Rollins the first time, I okay. believe directed by her husband, John Cassavetes, I think. I know he directed a lot of that stuff for, with her. And then, um, I don't know any of these then the remake was with Sharon Stone. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Which I don't know why they have to call it Gloria. Like, why not just give it another name? 
Then in the title say based on the movie Gloria. Like I hate these right. remakes where they they call it the same thing. Like they think oh people will just run out oh, to see yeah. the same back. thing again. Yeah, that they didn't even see the first time in right. that case, or that everybody so just saw. Just name it what you want. Rename it. You have another try. Yeah, or like everybody saw in the case of Footloose. Why can't they do a movie oh. based on Footloose and give it a more modern name and get yes. and and not have it be about parents. Refusing to let kids dance. Yeah, it just doesn't hold up now. That. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's a good point. That's exactly what they should have done. Uh, okay, so um, you know Paul W. S. Anderson and Mila Jojovich. Is that how you pronounce mm-hmm. her name? Mm-hmm. They've got the they've got the movie out this weekend. Three Musketeers. Oh right, oh, four yes. Musketeers. Yes, it's all four. They didn't even do three first. They just went straight to four. Yeah, right. I and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I was trying to think earlier today of a, of a way to say that I wanted to make an insult on them. And uh, and now I've come up with it. And it goes like this. Okay. <laughs> Paul, Paul W.S. Anderson and Mila Jojovich are the John Cassavetes and Jenna Rollins of movies I don't want to see. <laughs> All right. That was a sidebar. Okay. Uh, Bound for Glory, uh... Yeah, <laughs> that's a hard noise to start something off with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. young, mm. young something, young, young Dracula. Was that the movie with Lipnicki? Was that called? No, it was Little Dracula. Young. There's tons of movies that start with young. Young at heart. Let's go with young at heart. That's good. Even though I'm not, I don't have time to look it up, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's Godspell bound for glory. Uh, glory young at heart. Young at heart. Glory young at heart. Um, heart. I've already got a heart. Heart. But you can also end in God. Yes. Don't forget about that. Um, this, is, this is an exciting one. We're going into overtime. Oh, God. Yeah, that was my pre-guess. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I pre-guess like you know a couple to make sure that it can that, yeah, it can, that yeah. it's possible to expand out so the other one I put I came up with was uh, there was a movie called The O in Ohio so now we've got Ooh. O in Ohio God spell bound for glory young at heart so now you need to start with heart or you're back in the same boat. You have to end in O. Oh. I don't know. If... Oh, you know what? Oh, the weed's here. Weed's here. <laughs> <laughs> we just got here. That was fast. We're, in the, we're taping a podcast. Hey, we're taping. You're in the middle of it? Yeah. Sorry, guys. No, you're we're good. almost done. We're almost done. <laughs> just, just hang out for a second. No okay, so to recap, we're at O in Ohio, God's okay. spell bound for glory, young at heart. But I just figured out a way you can use the O. Like Domino? Yeah, would be... Is Domino a movie? That is a movie. Yes! That was with uh, Kira Knightley and directed by... Oh, yeah! Tony Scott, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Not one of his better efforts, but I like a lot of his stuff. <laughs> Domino in Ohio, God spellbound for glory, young at heart. I'm sorry there's no other chairs in here. You can sit on the bed if you want. All right. Um... Yeah, so it's me, and I'm going to go with Heart of Dixie? Mm. Oh, that's Hearts of Dixie, I think was what that was called with, I believe it was 
Hearts. Ali Sheedy. Still works, I yeah. think Ali Sheedy was in that. Hearts of Di- yeah. Dixie. That's yeah. That's what you say. Dixie. C. C. If I'm wrong about that one, we'll have Matt Belknap do a correction. C. In post. So, so there's C. E. You got the E sound at the end of Dixie. Or Dom. E. Or Domino. Was there I a movie a... called E Pluribus Unum? <laughs> or Dom, something Dom. Free Dom. Ooh, Freedom Riders doesn't work, but... No, it doesn't. But there's got to be something that ends in freedom. For the love of freedom. Even if it doesn't sound like give, it, because Give dumb me freedom. Dumb. Yeah, that's just how you... It's spelled right. Domino. Yeah, I guess it should be Dom. So that's going to be hard. Freedom. That's, that's how I say it. Freedom. That's how I say it. <laughs> that's how it's pronounced where I come yeah. from. Where <laughs> I come from. Um, I'm going to go with C. So C... Is there E-Trade the movie? <laughs> oh, Dick C. I like Dick that. C. C. I got it. I got C. one already. C. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. No. No. See you. See S- me. See us. See Spot Run. Is there like some movie? No. I bet you. I bet you they made a I movie called See like Spot a, Run. A kids movie. Yeah. See. No, but we got us. See you in St. Louis. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's, I know it's meet me, me in St. Louis. <laughs> that's, well, it's the updated version. Yeah. See you in St. Louis. All right, I, I got one. So okay, I'll just, what is I'll it? just throw yeah, mine in it. there. Hearts of Dick, Sea of Love. C O S E A. Yeah. Oh, you were going S E E, of course. Yeah. All right. So we got Domino in Ohio, God spellbound for glory, young at hearts of Dick, Sea of Love. That's pretty good. Yeah. And you could throw a comma actually on the end just for fun. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're back to that E sound again. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got to go. We got to go do a show, but. Yeah. That was a good one. Domino in Ohio, God spell, that was a good one. spell bound for glory, young at hearts of Dixie. <laughs> sea of love. Dixie of love. <laughs> actually. <laughs> That was a really good one. Yeah, so no time for my other Broadway pick, which was West Side Story. Oh, love. You got any plugs, Nikki Glazer? Yeah, when is this going up? Soonish. Okay, I'm going to be in Bloomington, Indiana. Love uh, it. Weekend before Halloween. Comedy Attic. Comedy Attic. And then uh, the next weekend I'm going to be at Mason City Limits in the, in the smallest town I've ever been to in Illinois. Mason City Illinois. And the bar or club's called Mason City Limits? Yes, Mason City Limits. Okay. Yeah. I just thought of a good slogan for Comedy Attic. Ooh, what is it? Comedy Attic for Comedy Addicts. <laughs> oh my God, Jared's yeah, going to love Jared's it. Jared's going to shit himself. Oh. Uh, the next Doug Benson interruption, I don't know why I called it that, it's just called the Benson interruption. The podcast version is going to be in L.A. at Meltdown Comics, also known as Nerd Melt, Fun. on Thursday, November 10th. And Graham Elwood and I will be at the Orpheum Theater in Flagstaff, Arizona, November 12th, and Stand Up Live in Phoenix on Sunday, October 13th. And as all, oh, thank you, Nikki Glazer. Thank you, Doug Benson. <laughs> and my podcast. Oh, yes. You, you had, had to be, to be there. there. But you really don't have fun. to be there, you just have to listen. You just have to listen, and you'll feel like you're there. And as always, the Ides of March is a shit. <laughs> <laughs> the best I could come up with. 
eyes of gold his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug.